and welcome to Season 3 of Goats and Dragons, a helpful goat gaming podcast. In this podcast, we play our long-form campaign, level 1 to 20, Fates of Rin. And uh, some of our content and uh, language may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Across the continent of Greater Banya, peoples of all walks of life share a common sense. A sense that something is approaching. What it is remains a secret to most, but they can feel it. Rumors of sickness spread in the south. A mountain flies in the west. An army of living flame marches through the desert sands, leaving a line of glass as their trodden path. Yes, these are the troubles set to welcome a god into this world. Baalit, the lidless eye, god of the searing light. She approaches and will not be deterred. However, a few know of her coming and prepare. A deadly and cunning thief, a champion of the mountain tribes, a cleric of chaos, a brilliant artificer, and a scarred soul whose past is catching up with him. Can these individuals save the rest? Can they kill a god? Can they save their friend? Can they each finally find a home? Let us together read the final chapters of these heroes. and dragons <laughs> <laughs> this is a stream where helpful go game plays dungeons and dragons a game of shared storytelling where i make my friends confront their families mm. that'll make sense uh i'm andrew gilbert he him um but tonight i'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master and i'm not alone with me is galway playing the tiefling sorcerer charity hey everybody name's galway pronouns he him is and i play calvin charity the family whose pronouns are also he him his Adam, playing the halfling rogue, Burbage Kemp. Hi, my name's Adam Lover. My pronouns are he and they, and I play Burbage Kemp, whose pronouns are he, him, his. And here's a helpful goat mug that you too can... Now recording. Now recording. Welcome, Craig. That you too can own if you go to what Andy talks about later. Exclamation point merch in the chat. Thanks, Adam. Dang it. Lena playing the Goliath Barbarian Stormbringer. Hi, yeah, I'm Lena. Um, My pronouns are she, her, hers, and so are Stormbringers. Dang it, Rachel playing the Gnomish Artificer Clem. Yeah, hi, I'm dang it, Rachel. Uh, I guess, and... uh flustered i play clem like andy said we both use she her hers and god 
damn it, Darcy, playing the tiefling cleric Hakari. Okay, that is something that you say to me a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, I cannot Darcy. imagine that. My <laughs> my pronouns are they them theirs. Uh, Hakari's are she her hers. I do not have a song for tonight. Sadly to say, fair. That's okay. Uh, do we have a Chelsea poem for tonight? We do. We do. <clears throat> Would <laughs> read it? Um, I was feeling like maybe reading it. Do it. Cliff Mill, a place with fun for all. <laughs> Browsing the goods and wares of sketchy vendors. Deals to be made delightful guards. And deals to be made with delightful guards and the more than occasional brawl join in for five percent burbage montage five percent shopping montage and 90 percent avoidance of murder attempts and a plot twist reunion and further trauma with the family camp if spy executions snack bites and booze sounds like a moral boost in extreme You've come to the right town, the right story, and right family, and DM, whom are heard, loved, and seen. Seen, seen. Lovely, lovely. Chelsea, you're so awesome. Thank you so much for that. We do appreciate it. And what an excellent reading, Adam. Thank you. (laughs) Sure. A couple hiccups, but it was a B plus. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, previously on Goats and Dragons, the family made preparations uh, for what seemed to be an army of fire elementals streaking straight for the town of Cliffmill. The town is rostering able-bodied soldiers with promises of land when it, this fight is completed. The family has concocted many... Uh, can, 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 contacted many of their friends in this world and ask them to help defend Cliff Mill. However, before the fight arrives, the family needs to find two things in Federo. One, Hikari's necklace, which might jumpstart Hikari's memory of a past life to pinpoint clues about the Hellfire. And two, the Hellfire capable, according to the lore that's been discovered, of killing a god. Without it, there's very, very little hope. It is now 5 p.m. on a Tuesday. The sun shines bright, not a cloud in the sky. The town bustles with anticipation while a rumor of an approaching conflict begins to circulate. Already a few townsfolk are stocking up on supplies, boarding up windows, and a few are making preparations to leave. The great white terror, Pelototh, has been rounding up all the leather he can find in town. He seemed to be working on something, and the family has retreated to Missy's abode, which doubles as the town hall, in order to interrogate a spy named Friendly, and to release those in Charity's dimensional care. One such release was a halfling named Potal, Burbage's uncle. And now, 
as Burbage and Poodle stare at each other in the foyer of this grand estate, what is it all of you would like to do? Potal. Potal. So, like, I once knew a man who needed a place to stay. And he wondered if he could find a good hotel. He checked into a room, found a broom, started cleaning up, and called himself Potal. Is that good, Uncle? Yes, nephew, that's excellent. What's going Don't lie on? to the nephew that you just met. That's <laughs> <laughs> your charity's head is going to pop back out of the door because he's in the other room into the foyer. And just like, is this where we? Is this where we are now? Hakari randomly bursts into song. Burbage randomly. Was that like a? I don't know a, a slanted rhyme limerick. I think it was like a defense mechanism against strong. Emotions. I was aware. <laughs> well, in that case, you did excellent. Thank you, Dad. Uh, Uncle Potal. Well, I definitely ain't your dad. Right, you just said he's a git. A right git. Yeah. Well, let's come back to that. Let's see what everyone else is doing. I'm not ready for this interaction yet. I'm in the room with you, so I think so is Stormbringer and Hakari. I think everybody right. but Charity is right yeah. here. Right now. Hikari completely understands. You. I gave you the cloak and you threw it off, so I took it back and I'm just in, here and ready. I tried to the, read his thoughts. In the mad. parlance in the parlance of last session, Burbage is trying to force a cutaway, but it just keeps staying in the room because everyone to cut away to is okay. right here. I'm just picturing how Burbage starts throwing da daggers at the illusory camera. Also, uh, Sam in chat says that if Burbage speaks exclusively in couplets, he'll donate um, five subs. Uh, <laughs> okay, wow. so while Burbage is speaking in couplets and um, meeting his uncle for the first time or second time or I don't know um I'm gonna go start stacking people up okay um we're not gonna execute them cause Missy wasn't into that idea I guess but but somebody who's not me cause I'm not very smart did the math and we can definitely fit like 300 people in a zone of truth if we stack them like Lincoln logs and build a dome with them. Um, so... I have an idea about this, Stormbringer. Yeah. I, you know that thing where I can ask my god anything I want and yeah. roll... Well, not a roll. What am I talking about? Uh, you know, just ask them anything I want and then... A divine intervention. Yeah. To, well, yes. Basically... Yes. Well, what I say, it's called divine intervention, I guess. And, um, like, I have, like, a what? One in bazillion chance that they'll answer it. So I could ask for them to stack all the people harmlessly 
and then we could use Zone of Truth. It probably won't work, but still. Hikari, Hikari, we just honestly, the, the middle step could be cut out! <laughs> Hikari, that might be the weirdest, most irresponsible possible use of divine intervention that I've ever heard. <laughs> From the other room, you're just going to hear, somehow now I'm suspicious. What? what? <laughs> oh, okay. scratch that. It's the most, it's the weirdest, most irresponsible, non-soup related use of divine intervention. <laughs> what the fuck I've did you heard. do? <laughs> okay, okay. I like your plan, Hikari. So you do that, and if it doesn't work, then you and me and um, all the other Goliaths will start rounding people up and stacking them. Just ask uh, the god to point out the traitors! <laughs> oh! Oh. I didn't think about that. Also, oh. we can't uh, <clears throat> we can't stack people without their consent. It's and... okay, they'll consent because they think we're heroes, because we are heroes. So we'll just tell them that it's part of our heroics, heroics and we need to stack them. They'll be into it. They're Maybe let's us. see if the god can do it first. Yeah, I think that's a good plan A. Stacking is plan B, and if that doesn't work, then we can just cast it on a small group of people as plan C. We could also, I'm just gonna say that she might be able to cast it more than once a day. So, so we can we maybe have to do stack it fewer batches. people? Yes. Okay, we can stack fewer people. So maybe we can find out how often she could cast it and we could do some batches that involve less uh, less logging. Yeah, that, that could work. So, are, yeah, are we... Are we Divine intervention. <laughs> Divine intervention. Man, hey. All right, so we, okay, what are you asking oh, your god? I'm asking. It, it was. A, it wasn't. Uh, oh, sorry. It's fine. That they point out the traitors, since Charity brought that up. Okay. I'm assuming this is brought up. Oh no, that was literally Charity shouting from the other room because yeah. he keeps hearing you all's conversation as he's trying to get ready to imprison friendly in you know a different dimension. It's just like. <laughs> There's a there's a, a knock at the door behind you, Burbage. Um, and underneath the door is slid a, a small envelope um, in green paper. Sorry, I'm not surprised by green paper. I just was hurt all of a sudden. I didn't mean to gasp suddenly right after you said that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think everybody in the room, sh I think turns and looks at the sudden appearance of a green envelope and Burbage makes eye contact with everybody and then springs over thinking that everyone's going to race for the envelope. You and all got quiet. I'm nervous now. Does anyone else lunge to get the envelope? Like trying to race Burbage no. to get to it? <laughs> Let them answer, Andy. Not, not the one I'm in control of, at least. Nope. Nope. Clem. What did you ask? Sorry. Is anybody else lunging for the envelope to try to get it before Burbage does? No. Nope. <laughs> I'm just like, no. Okay, well, Burbage. Uh, you tumble on the floor, time. you scoop it up, lightning quick reflexes, you land on oh, your nobody feet. Nobody else is trying for it. Yeah, and I'm staring at you. He's trying to show off for his, for his uncle. 
He's trying to, you know. You got us. Do you want a cookie burbage? Do you have one? No. You used to do these for cookies when you were real young, tumbling in all that. Oh. You know, now they mentioned it, I sort of... How old are you now? Me? I'm 100 years old. I turned 100 in season two. That makes me much older then. That's not good. Yeah, no, it's not. Can I get a shirt? Maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. He's snapping at Clem. Like, Gamish. Clem? Just snapping. Snap at me again and see if your fingers stay unbroken. <laughs> oh, Clem. Oh, she's a kidder. These are my friends, Uncle Potal. And he puts his arm around Clem. Gives her and starts to try to give her a noogie. <laughs> um. Yeah. Hi, Clem. Hello. Anyway, I don't think she liked that noogie, but we're pals. Um, this is Stormbringer. If you could go over and just harass Burbage a little bit, I'd really appreciate it. No, no, no. This is Stormbringer. Send Randolph to Burbage. Burbage is running away from Randolph. He's like, this is Stormbringer. Uh, I can give her knee a noogie. Look at me. <laughs> uh, this is Hikari. She's my drinking buddy. Uh, for, guys, this is my Uncle Potal, apparently, who I vaguely recall. Please tell me that Randolph is just in his face the whole time he's doing this. He's right <laughs> behind him, like exactly <laughs> behind him, almost smelling his hair. And it's taking, like, the last time this happened, Burbage literally ran out of the, the building. The only thing keeping him from, like, breaking down is the fact that he's trying to, to like, impress the first, you know, semblance of a father figure he's had in, in years. And so he's, like, he's, like, standing there smiling, but, like, Randolph is right behind him, and, and, and he's just, like, if you zoomed in on his skin, his skin is, like, has this cold sweat, and he's just, like, <laughs> trembling because of Randolph. He, he doesn't like Randolph. Randolph whispers in your ear, Don't touch me. Okay, Randolph, you could lay off now. These are your friends. Yeah, they're, they're, they're my... I get I get the drinking, buddy. She's, she's hot. What are the rest so, of them? All three for? of us are. What are you talking about? Oh, whatever. We're all pretty bangable. Yeah. I'm super bangable. <laughs> I've got it laid sure. way more times than Burbage in the amount of time that I've known Burbage. That's so. That doesn't surprise me at all. I've gotten laid precisely once over the course of our adventures, Uncle Poe. Oh, where, where, what's that person like? Where like is Essentially a zombie. And now he's banging my brother. <laughs> anyway, Avery. um... Avery's yeah. still alive. Oh, yeah. He's missing an arm, but other than that, I think he's all right. Oh. Uncle Poto, just so you know, you know, they're sort of a second family to me, these folks. And, you know, we, we kind of try to be really, like, sex positive and affirming of all different identities and bodies. And so, yeah. you just, if, could you just, you know, 
everyone's bangable. So if you get a chance, just bang everybody. Well, to me, I mean, I've been in prison for a very long time. They're all bangable. Sure. <laughs> Great. Now You're... now I feel like we're kind of leaving the realm of feminism a little bit again. <laughs> oh, like we, we dipped our toes in and then maybe now we've kind of just skated off to the side. Just a little too much. Anyway, well, this has been a great scene. I think maybe Uncle Potal, you and I should go say hi to Avery. Maybe have a conversation about what's going on there. Stormbringer, you could go stack some people. I'm waiting to see if the divine intervention works before I stack people. Didn't he have black sludge come out of his ear when I cla- when I cast Lesser Restoration on him? That happened happen last time, yet. right? Yep. So, uh, yeah, if anybody maybe has... Greater restoration? Probably not. And maybe that's a big spell to waste, but something's fucky. Burbage is it's trying not to normal for a person to have black sludge inside their head drip out, I'm just saying. That came out of Podal's ear. Peace. Yeah, when I cast weird. Lesser Restoration, yeah, and he got weird. mad at me for casting it on him. Meanwhile, but Burbage is gonna, he's gonna he's trying to take off I do have uh, it. he's trying to take off the the sweater that Stormbringer gave him. To give to to that's to fused Bono. into your skin, <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of stitched into your chest. You he for, pull a bit. And he for, he forgets about that. He's like ah ah ah, I'm trying to give you my shirt, but it hurts, Uncle Pooch. Ah! He doesn't need a shirt, and you said you never take that sweater off. Right, I'm somebody, right here. You should take I, it off to bathe. Now no, it's stuck to you. Never. Or crusty like. Somebody You're crusty. You've been in jail for like 20 years. Oh, I'm crusty. Oh, yeah. Is there anybody in this house that can go? Are they gone? Why are you snapping at everybody? It's very disrespectful. <sighs> no, it's I'm trying to I'm doing it in like a jazzy way. Like, let's get my uncle a shirt. Ugh. Let's get my uncle a brand new shirt. He's been okay. in jail for so, so long. The least we can do is give him a thong. A thong or a shirt. It doesn't take long before a, a servant comes uh, in with a, a pressed and clean white uh, <laughs> dress shirt. Hey, so if we were to, you got mad at me last time for casting a spell on you without asking. Yeah. If we were to try and help you out, would you accept that? I don't need help. I yeah, need... you have black ooze coming out of your ear. That's not normal. You need, I need help. I need a drink. I need food. I need some company. I saw. You need help. Something's wrong with you. No. Yes. Gnomes, man. Wait, are we allowed to be racist against them in return? You ever met a gnome that liked you? Has Burbage? <laughs> yeah, you've met plenty. <laughs> it's it's oh. a terrible stereotype. God, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Burbage does a history check on, <laughs> on racial prejudice. Um, yeah, I've met plenty of gnomes who like me, Uncle Poe. I just keep meeting halflings that lie. And <laughs> I keep looking the uncle in the eyes. Oh, good for you. Why don't you want it? You're here to, you met your nephew. You're, you're supposed to be this great figure now and you won't even... You won't even make sure that you don't have darkness. You have darkness leaking out of you when we're fighting evil. It's probably a good idea to make sure that you're not corrupted somehow. Yeah, Uncle Potal, I've got to say, like, 
darkness kind of leaking out of your ear is sort of like a visual kind of representation of sort of my metaphorical state as somebody who constantly has darkness leaking out of me. So maybe we should sort of deal with that at least, you know, because my situation's probably going to go on. Listen, the drink, the drink would do me right, all right? That's what we do. We'll go to the pub. You have a pub here, right? Whatever yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah, Kari, do you want to go drink with me and my dad after we figure out whether your divine intervention worked? Not my dad, my uncle. Not, I know you're your my dad. uncle. You're not You're not a git like my dad who abandoned me. Uh, obviously, yes. Complicated. Uh, I'm gonna he message... takes the shirt oh. and starts to put it on and button it up. I'm going to message Cantrip into Hikari's head. And I'm just going to say... If you go drinking, if it's up to you. It's your choice. I know that there's some weird lines being crossed, but maybe cast Greater Restoration and say fuck him. Because he seems weird, and I don't know that, like... Burbage is fucky, but I don't want him to get hurt, you know? And so... But maybe, maybe while you're drinking, you cast Greater Restoration on his uncle and see what happens. Because when I cast Lesser... I'm going to keep casting message over and over again to get all of these many messages out. Uh, So, yeah, it's up to you, your choice, if you want to cast it without his consent, but he's not going to consent, and I think something's up with him. Um, I just messaged back, got it. All right, Um, let's go stack some townspeople. Wait, I thought we were going to try to divine intervention first. I don't think it worked. Takari, did it work? No. Yeah. Uh, well, you don't... You, no, you don't know. Oh, I don't know? Yeah, usually you're... Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. You, right after you did this, an envelope appeared, and no one has <laughs> yeah. opened it. Oh, I forgot about that completely. Right, yeah. <laughs> usually your god... Usually your god just gives you a, a sign or talks I, to you. Now. I promise. Weird, yeah. They're quiet. I promise I was okay. I was gonna have Burbage open that envelope on the way over to the pub, but uh, he'll open it now. <laughs> In beautiful gold filigree, uh, the note says, "Dear Hakari, no, <laughs> yours forever, Eris." It gave me a score on there, so I. It was far knew. too high. Yeah. It was far too high, is what she you, said. You need a 16 or lower. Yeah. See? Stormbringer, Hikari, see? You read the letter? See? I'm going to keep this. This so is a souvenir of an interaction with an actual god. I'm keeping this. Unless you... You want this, Hikari? Uh, no, you can keep it. I can try it tomorrow. The letter No, I mean, we can stack people. <laughs> I'm really good at stacking things. Ah, oh, this letter just burned up in my hand! Yeah, it said this letter was self-destruct in five seconds, but you weren't listening. <laughs> well, yeah, but I didn't think that it was, like, actually going to do that. <laughs> you thought it was just, like, an empty threat? Right. Gods are known for that. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so who's going to help me stack people? I'm going to the bar. Okay. I'll help you. I, I'm not good at stacking, but I can help try could you, and convince people. Could you all people. please go talk to Aideen about this? 
Because yeah, you're gonna need it, her. Because she has to cast Zone of Truth. She's probably yeah. good at stacking too. We'll talk, we'll she's, talk she's, to eighteen. She looks like a good stacker. Missy I'll, pops her head I'll around the corner too. I'll help talk to eighteen. Uh, if it's all the same to you, you all, uh, please don't stack. I mean, it's not people. all the same though, Missy, because we have you... to really economically um, see who the traders and spies are so that you'll be safe while we're gone, because I'm really scared that the GM is going to make something really bad happen while we're gone because of the Red family and all of that. So if we just excise everybody from the town who's bad, then the right. bad things can't happen because they can't tell them about our plans. So... So to keep you all safe, we need to we need to test everybody's loyalty. I'm not going to execute them because you said you didn't like the executing bit, and I respect that. Sometimes executing is a little bit much, so we're just going to imprison them once we find the spies and the traitors. Please don't do this. Uh, listen, there's you shouldn't have told random townsfolk about whatever plan that you have. I didn't do that. Okay. I think some loudmouths in the family did that. Also, <coughs> not all of these people are townsfolk. Uh, we're trying to keep... There's a lot of people here. I know. On the so is there maybe anybody that, like... So you had that guy that you trusted and you shouldn't have. Is there anybody else who's kind of new or maybe seems a little shady that we could maybe try out? I, I'll... Uh, I, I, I can... I can covertly round up a few people. That's about as good as I can do. Okay, but Missy, Lucy, listen to me. I think we had a connection yes. once. I think you liked me. I was kind of into you, but my heart is with another... But, but just listen Great. to me with that context. I'm doing there. fine too, thanks. Yeah. Um, Lots of people but, around you know, me. You're, you're a really attractive woman, and yeah, I appreciate right. everything you've done for this town. Sure. And just just listen to me. Just, just, you, there's lots of people here, right? You just said that. There's lots of people. Yeah. So if even like three of those people are traitors and spies, they're going to tell people who are as strong as us or stronger, everything about this place, all your weaknesses, all the plans for defense, how to get in and fucking murder you all. And we don't want that to happen while we're gone because that would be really bad because we sent literally everybody we care about here. So it's kind of just like a one-shot target to kill everybody in the world who we care about. And we need that to not happen. Mrs. Kendrick, so... don't bring it. Mrs. Kendrick, don't bring it. Mention to her quick, uh, like, the lizard poet. Because she says she's all right, but she's not. I saw her last night, and I mentioned the lizard poet, and she got really sad. So quick, mention it. Message Kendrick Burbage. I don't think making her sad is what I'm going for. Thank you, though. Please don't um, make me sad. What yeah. Are... <laughs> Listen, this is... I, I appreciate your concern. I really do. However... There are so, only so many. We're trying to get these people to fight for this town. And to do that, I need everyone's trust. And what better way to earn their trust by saying, hey, we found all the bad people. I think, I, I think what she's trying to imply is that she needs to give them her trust without interrogating them. She needs but you to can't them. trust them. They're but new sometimes and sketchy. You have to. Yeah. I realize that you've been betrayed probably more than most in this world 
it is good to trust people sometimes, especially if we need them on our side. You trusted Friendly, and now he's tied up in a closet and tried to kill Hikari. This is true. I'm terribly sorry for it. But we found Friendly. But what about all the Friendlies we didn't find? Then we'll deal with them when we find them. But we dealt with Friendly. We're going to be gone. Come on, Bringer. I think you got to let this one go. This town, now, thanks to you and your friends, has many people like you. We will be fine. You need to trust people. Okay, but if I trust people and I do this little thing that's like emotionally hard and vulnerable for me because really I just want to stare at people all the time and kill anybody who threatens anybody I care about, but everybody's like, no, you can't just kill people all the time, Stormbringer. So if I do this thing and then I come back and people have been fucking murdered by spies, I'm going to go ape shit and we're going to go on a whole fucking execution campaign. Deal? Fine, that's okay, fine. We can take care of it. Okay, and if you've been murdered, the deal still stands, even if you're dead. And I would really prefer you didn't get murdered also, because I know my heart is with another, but I like you. That's a lot to Sure, yes, I also have been taking precautions. Things will be fine, I promise. I think maybe if you just can let Stormbringer know that you've learned from what happened with Friendly and that you're going to be wiser now about the council that you keep. Maybe that would help a little bit. Of course. And we have Aideen. Aideen can, can make Aideen that process easier. I'm sorry? Can Aideen zone of truth herself? Why do we trust Aideen? Oh my god. I trust her because Charity trusts her. Charity, why do you trust Aideen? I'm not Charity. even in the room with you. <laughs> Charity, why do you trust what? Aideen? I mean, she did help save my life. But that could just be the long con. Also, she was in the room with the Zone of Truth spell, remember? She was one of the people who had to answer the questions. Oh, okay. okay Charity! Oh, Technically... How do we know that any one of us isn't just, you know, like an Oni? Yeah. That's a really random pull. Charity, it's in front not... of you, Friendly is just kind of shaking his head, <laughs> almost in, like, camaraderie with you. <laughs> like, commiseration. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, man. hey, Podal? Uh, Can you please get this party moved to the bar? Uh, that's what I've been trying to do, the pub. Okay, but Missy, before we go to the pub, I need you to put a list together of people who you trust too much or people who you're not really sure about, and we're going to question those people, okay? You can keep it to, like, 30 people, max. too much. Listen, there's about 10 people that came in new recently that I would like to give more responsibility to, and if it makes you happy, I'll make sure that those people with Aideen are telling the truth. Okay. 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 And also the other people who you like a lot. Sure. I'll make sure that those other people that I like a lot, and there are lots of them that like me and that ask me, you know, to drink a lot. So I'll ask them too. They're cute too. 
Most of it's them. That's good. That's good. I want you to be happy. You're, you're message, competent. Message cantrip Stormbringer. Mention the lizard poet. She's message, throwing her, you know, she's throwing her weight around there. I don't, I don't like it. Message cantrip verbiage. No, you said it makes her sad, and that's really not what I'm going for. Who's, who's telling to, you like, to close make... things off good with the people who I had kind of things with? Since I'm gonna go be a robber and one woman, woman. Oh. And at this, Missy looks over at you, Burbage. Wait. Robin. Robin's alive? I think you were there when Charity told me that. Uh, oh, wait, maybe not. I'm maybe not you were still captured. Yeah, no, this is news to me. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, yeah, Robin's alive. Can and... you please go have this conversation <laughs> somewhere else? <laughs> Not in public! Burbage, I swear to God, if I find out you have mentioned our plans to multiple guards, there will be consequences! I'm I am going bad. to slip Randolph into your room while you're sleeping! <laughs> he All listens right. to me! Well, that seemed, that seemed really was... serious. I, I, I'm inclined to suggest, roleplay-wise, that everyone got really still and silent after that. And we just sort of look around at each other. And maybe we start kind of shuffling our feet okay, toward the let's, door. Yeah, let's go to the pub now. To get a drink. Oh, I don't think I mentioned my plans to... Yeah, we're going, we're going. What is Charity staying behind to do? I'm putting Friendly in a box. Oh, okay. Hey, Charity? I'm leaving you here without me because I trust you and I trust people and I'm able to trust people and I don't maybe trust everybody equally so I'm going with the rest of the family to the bar. Um, you better not fucking leave town again on your fucking horse to go rescue some fucking person from the woods. And also, you better not get mushroomed by Friendly. Clue and I are just going to sort of stare at each other and grimace. Shit. <laughs> Caught. Um, Clem's going to look at Charity and say, I don't really feel like going drinking with that asshole. Not specifying which asshole. And uh, <laughs> is it okay if I stay here instead? Sure. No. Oh, you, you still don't friend. get to dictate what I do. You have to go drinking with me. You're my I best really friend. don't want to be around that guy. I love hanging out with you, Clem. <laughs> You're a really bad liar, Stormbringer. I promise <laughs> you, I'm fine. You. I, nothing has happened today. I have done very good on my own. I am intelligent and capable, I promise you. Charity will Last also... Last time I left you alone, you blew up the end. Yeah, from... Charity was able to contain me easily. It's fine. From... From the other person. room, you now see this eruption of, like, flickering silver light. <laughs> For the love of not gods! I'm just gonna walk over to Charity and stay there. But here's the question. The wings are just sort of flapping in the air. Here's a question that I have. Is that during in the <laughs> over the course of this scene that we've been having, has Charity already been interrogating Friendly and just with the occasional interruption of having to peek out and be like, well, I hear you. Charity was mostly getting the room ready, and I think Friendly was still in the area where he was under guard gotcha. further sure. on. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, fine. I'm trusting you, Clem and Charity. 
but if bad things happen, no more trust. This is all the trust you get. She'll do an execution-style wave of murder on all of you. Yeah. You have no idea how serious she is about that. You wouldn't be laughing if you did. Fair. Okay, hey, bye. Have fun drinking. Hikari and Pottle? Yep. Hotel. It rhymes with hotel. Like hotel. <laughs> Does it? I totally remember that now. It rhymes with scrotal. That's oh, oh, damn it, Clem. That's much better. <laughs> is fuck it? Me. Oh, fuck. That's so good, Clem. Tell that to Friendly. I bet he'd like that. Make a limerick, but rhyme scrotal with, with potal. Okay, I'll work on some scrotal limericks while Charity's interrogating him. Bye! So Hikari, Hikari Potal, uh, and Burbage step out into and, the, uh, And Stormbringer? And late Stormbringer. Afternoon. And Stormbringer. Step out into the late afternoon. Um, and it's, it's a, a brilliant, uh, day. It's, it's nice and warm again. One of the first really warm days of spring, it feels like. Um, and you head toward the pub. So Clement Charity... Uh, what is it you're doing or like to do? The the thing that has been interrupted by Charity occasionally trying to give some semblance <laughs> of order to the conversation in the foyer is in one corner of the room. He's shifted uh, sort of the contents. It's still comfortable, largely. But I think before it was like wood paneling. Now it's, I don't know, different wood. It's not like he's changed much. Um, he's left a stack of rations of 20 rations in the corner. Um, he's put the small uh, lockbox that he got and that he filled with, I believe it was like part of a ration, a piece of cloth and like a ball yeah. bearing with a sigil on it. Yeah. Um, in and has stashed that. Um, and then before uh, anything else has happened, he's just going to sort of look at climbing up i'm not actually intending to interrogate him all that much i don't think it will do much good but i have one thing that i figured it would be worth trying yeah oh. i just plan on sitting back and watching yeah. unless you need help by the way clue if he tries to do anything shifty kick him straight in the head <laughs> thank you uh you can bring him in now all right um, a few guards flank uh, friendly on either side uh, who has a blindfold uh, around his, his, his eyes uh, a gag still in his mouth um, but it's very very large ears are kind of still waving like wings, butterfly wings on either side of his head um, and he sort of uh, uh, stands there for a moment and they uh, take off the, the um, blindfold for him but leave the gag for you. Um, I'll sort of have them position him inside, so on the other side of the door into the demiplane, and take the gag off of him and make sure that... What I want to make sure is that, like, he can be unbound easily. Um, and I'm just going to sit there and sort of look at him for a second. You told Burbage that you believed what you were doing was going to save the world. 
He nods. He doesn't have a gag in, so he can speak. Yeah. Okay. Why do you think that? I would have thought that you of all people would know. Behelit is a being of light. There is a darkness coming that maybe only Behelit's light can move aside. Surely she told you of this, her plans, why she even wants to come into this murky world of ours. I've been told many things by many people. And I've lost many things along the way as well. The best I can do is try to figure out the best path forward with the time that I have. It is all that is given to mortals. I respect that you believe in what you are doing. I... You have to understand, and I think you would believe that at any point I could have said that you should be killed and no one in the town would have stopped us. True. And legitimately you tried to harm one of my family or friends. Grievously and in a way that is particularly upsetting to me, so I've considered... I don't want to lie to you. There may not be a zone of truth right now, but I don't see the need. I considered long and hard what we should do. Death was one option. Interrogation and torture. But I wanted to respect your conviction and perhaps leave you with a question as well. <laughs> You'll see there's a stack of rations sufficient for 20 days. I figure that it leaves you a little extra food, given what you know of the timing of when people will arrive, I'm sure. Uh, there's also a box, which I made quite sure will be difficult to open, and honestly, for your own good, I would recommend not. This isn't actually a threat, this is just, there's some things inside. Tell me, do you know how the spell Demiplane works? I am not uh, very versed in magical means. I can always find my own. I can select them. Others have to know exactly the contents of what's inside. The exact precise contents. Otherwise, they will never find that plane. It will exist forever, shuttered off from all other reality. Not dispellable. Not findable. It is not a true plane. It's not like the ethereal or anything else. It is entirely other. So what you're saying is, uh, for me to see the light of day again, if I were to step inside of this, I would need you to survive. Oh, no, no, no. One, you're already inside it. Two, I have a note here that I will keep with me. That 
details how far you succeeded, the things that you said to us and refused to say to us, all of your conviction, and the contents of the plane. So even if I'm killed, they can find you and get you out. Hmm. My question that I'll leave you with is do you think they'll bother to? And do you want a world where that is the only light? You then hear in your head, Charity. Perhaps you are correct. Perhaps you are mistaken. I for one can't see, wait to see how this shakes out. I will await you at your service in your world. And Clem, you also heard something in your head. If you wanted Mm -hmm. to respond, feel free. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I should respond to you or on the stream. Let's do it. Uh, Okay, so I'll respond in my head. Um, uh, why are you asking? You just hear a chuckle. <laughs> I know I'm funny, but that wasn't a joke. <laughs> I'm ready now, he says aloud. Imprison me in your little plane. I want to do an insight check just to see where I think the source of his amusement is coming from. Okay. I have guidance on. As a note. Guidance. The entropy that makes you and your friends better at everything. Use it early, use it often. 20. With the 20, uh, I mean, there's not a lot of people in the room. He's looking kind of straight at Clem. All of a sudden smiling. But is the sense that I get particularly, I don't think he can undo this. I don't think he possesses the level of magic like, he's not like, oh yeah, cool I can just pop myself out of here. With a 20 he seems uh, contentedly resigned. Yeah, like his I will await you here and we'll see what we see was sort of genuine he's gonna be there Yeah, as far as you can tell, that is what, yeah Um Charity will sort of like I'm glad you are ready, and I hope to see you in a couple of weeks. Oh, but just to be clear. And again, sort of cracking through realities, going charity's horn will form out of flames. You harmed one of my family, so I can't let you entirely go. Um, And as the door begins to fade out of existence, um... Clem's rendition of the girl from Ipanema will begin echoing inside the chamber. <laughs> Have fun. No, 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 no. <laughs> and what does that sound like? What does he hear? He's <laughs> old charity. Charity will sort of old. <laughs> dust himself off. Honestly, that might have been more fun than killing him. <sighs> yeah, I'm just gonna tell you that the only thing he said to me was, "Do you trust Aideen?" And then, um, which like 
I don't know that guy. I don't know Aideen either, but I'm assuming you trust her, so he's just trying to sow discord. Yeah, I think that this is the disadvantage of people having large conversations about tactics in the next room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A charity will sort of look. Well, I understand Stormbringer's desire to have every proof possible, and it comes from a place of care. Missy is also right. What I'm fighting for is not a world where we have control. It's a world where people can choose and be the people that they need to be, want to be. And I do that partially because of Aideen's advice. At some point, if we can't trust anyone in this town, then we've already lost. I agree. I mean, I barely had Stormbringer's trust before, and I sure as shit don't have it now. You uh, do have a brain parasite. I know. I mean, again, wasn't on purpose, and I did try oh, no, no, to no. let everybody get rid of it for me. Oh, no, no, I wasn't faulting you. I was just meaning, you know, there's a magical parasite. Stormbringer I... has... Problems fall, fall into two categories for Stormbringer. Things that can be solved by hitting them, and things that can be solved by hitting them really fucking hard. Yeah. See, I was I was trained for a very long time by a super intelligent, egomaniacal asshole, and I've really tried to separate myself from that. But last night, in that moment, I felt I could do this. And, uh, yeah. It's, my hubris has brought me down a little bit to realize that maybe I'm not as all-powerful as I was thinking I was becoming. Charity's face has kind of gone uh, slack when you said, like, who trained you? I was like, oh, that's why we get along. <laughs> Teacher, former employer. Uh, All right. Let's go find them before they destroy the bar. Oh, also, there's going to be some really shifty guy who's going to... Oh, also, meant to. uh, Charity's going to hand you the dagger uh, that the stranger had given him. Could you tell me what exactly is up with this? So far, it hasn't been a bomb. (laughs) All right. Should I do uh, um, investigation or arcana or... Uh, Arcana or or history um, would work. Okay. And it is a um, magical item, which I think does something for is. you. I get oh my god, so many things. Um yes, when making a history check related to magic items, uh I add two times my proficiency bonus proficiency bonus. Oh, so a history check specifically. Yeah. So I will do that. Jesus uh, Christ. What did I roll? A four resulting in a nine. So okay, I so guess then I 14. add five, which is 14, and then I will pump in a, um, a flash of genius, so that'll make it a 19. Oh, okay, the 19, yeah. Um, this is a, a, a this is a curious thing. Um, Actually, I also just realized, sorry, because we skipped in the oh, She would have had guidance me. and made help as well. Her. Oh, fair. <laughs> yeah, just like, because I, I would have yeah, yeah, been yeah. legitimately helping you, so you would have had right. advantage. 
let me get the guidance on there and then I'll roll another one as well. Um, so that was a nat one. Jesus so, Christ. That's a 23 with the guidance. Jeez, a four to a 23. Yep. Uh, I got a okay, lot of yeah, pluses a, for my intelligence shit. So. <laughs> with a 23, it's, um, it's, it's incredibly difficult because this is a fey object. Um, and it is, um, incredibly magical as well. Uh, you can, there's just a, a, a radiating divine, uh, you know, fey divine sort of energy, um, coming off of this thing. And, uh, you feel a, a very strong divination class of magic here. Do I feel like if I attuned to it, that I would know what it did? Um, yeah, even without uh, tuning to it, you get the sense that um, this is the kind of thing that uh, can locate objects over great, great distances. Oh. Okay, so I'll relay all of that to charity. Yeah, and d does do you slash does she, because it's really a question of the GM, get any sense of how it works for that? Like, does it work on a charge system or... Not exactly, but attuning to it uh, would certainly would certainly. Um, Though I can attune that. to a lot of items, it's it's part of my uh, speciality, is who I am. If you wanted me to, cheers, again. I mean, I've already got one cursed item inside me. What's another? If this well, is, that's, am I that's right? kind of more what I was worried about was connecting the two. Like, don't don't cross um, the magical streams. Right, right. That's fair. Uh, oh, and uh, yeah, it won't even take it up an attunement slot. It, it's just the spend ten minutes with it to see how it activates. Oh, yeah, okay. So it, it isn't like bonding yeah. to it in the same way. So I right. think that charity would probably take it back and just like do that as we're walking, even if it takes a little right. bit longer. But as we're sort of moving through, sure. Um, in that case, yeah, about you know five or so minutes in, um, a couple things click for you. Um. The dagger, you, it's very, very light in your hands. And, and you, as you sort of learn to kind of spin it almost in midair, it, it kind of continues to hover above your hand, spinning for a second. Um, and you feel that then all you would have to do is name a specific item, and that dagger would point exactly toward it. And then it's, I could repeat that multiple times, I know. It seems like it doesn't have a limit, yeah. When it's, and it's not like, because the other thing I was checking was, it's not like it's a dowsing rod where it's going to then be, like, stuck on an item until we find it or anything. Uh, probably not. You could experiment a little bit, but... Yeah, but... Yeah. But so, yeah, so if I think that that's generally how it works, I might experiment with it later to see. Yeah. So yeah, it'll it'll point about uh, about four or five seconds towards something, uh, and you can even kind of move it around, and it'll move slightly to that. Um, and it takes a it's like a round, it's an action to actually use it. Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't seem to have a limit or a charge system. Um, as we're as say we're walking along, or while we're just in the the mayor's office waiting to go to the. Pub. I think I would just sort of test a few things of like, okay, it works pointing towards items. Does it po work pointing towards a person? Like I'll, you know, Clem yeah. and see if it points. It points directly to Clem. Yeah. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, I think that with that, 
Uh, and I guess... The only other thing I would check would be... More conceptual things. Like yeah. the sky... <laughs> Etc. to see like does it point towards general more general concepts <laughs> not just like that ball yeah. bearing it seems to you can feel that um while you're using it and while it's sort of hovering above your hand it seems to take your interpretation of things into account and just the word sky you're sort of just thinking that it's the sky above you it points straight up okay. toward it yeah All right, let's go find them. Okay. Uh, Burbage. Also, just really quick. D do you Please. agree that something's fucky about that guy? Burbage's uncle. I mean, listen, oh, yeah. I'm not the most... I'm not the most... wholesome of people. But the fact that when I tried to help him out, he got real mad and had black ooze coming out of his ear. Like, that's weird. Yeah, if Stormbringer had been pressing for stacking him like Lincoln Logs, 100% would support. I asked Hikari in her mind to, to to greater restore him without asking him, so hopefully while they're drinking she could do that. I don't know what's going to happen, though, because it's a little terrifying. Charity's going to pause. Also, Burbage and Hikari talk to you more than they do me. Why did Burbage say soup? What did they do? <laughs> that one, I am as dumbfounded as you are. <laughs> did soup exist before they did something? Oh, they maybe like... we only know of the concept of soup right now? Yeah, did they... Did, did they create the concept of soup and backfill it? I could see them doing that. That might be it. That's wild. Shit. Now I have so many more questions. <laughs> Stormbringer, Hikari, and Burbage. You burst into the pub. Uh, cheers immediately. Uh, several people wanting to buy you drinks. Um... It's it's a, it's a ruckus uh, event already, and it's only like yeah, like five thirty in the afternoon. Um, there are people that are very excited to see you. Uh, a couple that, a couple of the older um, people, especially Wolfa, who's uh, running the bar at the moment, um, just kind of gives you a, a stern look, uh, a bit of a knowing look. That the, he recognizes that, that there are troubles ahead and wants to do what he can to make sure that your time here is blissful and enjoyable. What would you like to do in the pub? You know, these people fucking love us. They would have totally thought stacking was cool. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Who's the hottest guy in the place? Oh my god. Give me a give me a perception check, Hikari. Darcy. <laughs> Hikari. We're probably gonna die. We're probably gonna, gonna die. get all of this out of my system. 
you received clear a clear request from Clem <laughs> to do something very focused and specific in this club. Oh, that, that's true. Also on the way back, Cherry's like, so you know that's not happening, right? I didn't say, I didn't say that was it. I was yes. going to do it eventually. That's true. You can, you can multitask, sure. <laughs> yeah. Clem knows that she can't control Hikari, so... And, and and what she means is who's the second hottest guy, because obviously the most hot is Birch. <laughs> obviously. Oh. Would you roll? Like a well, 10 or an 8? Well, the oh, first I... roll was a double crit fail. Oh my god. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Hikari. Hikari, you're scanning this place. I'm not even drunk yet. If you say that the result of her crit fail is that she thinks Burbage is the hottest guy in the room, I swear to God, Andy. <laughs> Burbage is looking good to you. Um, <laughs> you. You scan quickly, uh, and you just... Hakari, there's something weird that occurs. You don't find many people here attractive at all. And that's weird because you should. There are fine looking people, don't get me wrong. But that weird itch, that drive, doesn't seem to be there as much right now. What are you doing to me? I didn't roll a one. Hakari, you are cured of all of your uh, bad habits. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you just don't find anyone right now very attractive. Um, uh, maybe because right before you walked in, uh, you saw that um, out of the corner of your eye, that one Goliath um, snowdown that, that sort of you were... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, sky down, I think it was, um, that you went on a date with. Uh, and that's a little awkward. Uh, you see Arbin uh, and Avery enter the bar as well. And just, I don't know, it's just uh, it's just a little, I don't know. You're starting to get to know these people too much, Hikari. And that's, that's making this just weird one-night stand, selfless, uh, non-connection kind of physical thing just not quite happen as easily. But hey, maybe you get a few drinks. There's certainly a lot of fun to be had. Uh, and you do see a few um, uh, a few ladies in the corner who are giving you an eye. Uh, they all have really dark, kind of blood-red cloaks on. Um, one of them's uh, kind of playing with a dagger on the table uh, and, and sees you and kind of gives you just a little bit of a whistle to come over. So I'm getting cock-blocked, essentially. Um. You walk by your the corner and go, Deal. Um, <laughs> so is, uh, what's his name, the uncle drinking yet? Portal wanders up to the bar immediately and uh, orders something and says, My nephew will pay for it. What's the strongest thing you got? And Wolfa replies, puts up a finger, brings back a bottle, pours three different uh, shots of a of really, really uh, dark blue liquid and kind of pushes it toward him. Uh, and then kind of sets one aside for you, Burbage, and one for you, Stormbringer, as well. 
So uh, I spent the last two, three minutes looking through my notes. The uh, Goliath that Hikari went on a date with was Sea Promise. Sea Promise. Thank you. You are welcome. I could have found that much faster if I kept my notes on the computer instead of handwritten. Um... All right, yeah, Burbage will pay for the drinks. How much do those cost? I will diligently track that in my character sheet. Three gold. Each? No, total. Oh. I go from 3,490 gold to 3,487. We don't get the chance opportunities to buy shit a lot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So wait, do we all have, did we get the same drink, this blue drink? He poured three. Three drinks, one for wait. Poto's already drunk his. Poto has one, I have one, and Akari. Oh. So as yeah, soon as he drinks it, I think. Yeah, that's fine. Um, as soon as Poto drinks it, um I do I have to like put my hand on him to do greater restoration or what do I uh what do you do? Is it a touch spell? Uh does it require components? I with my sheet on here. I can look at it real I'm just seeing in the it's Discord touch. chat. What is this about cult ladies? I think I might have missed that while I was looking for a secret. The people in the red coats, the cloaks that are just like eyeing Hikari up? Like this yeah. is super culty. Have we seen these bef- these people before? Are they f- they're not fireblight cultists, are they? You don't think so. No, they're not wearing masks or anything. Weird. They seem yeah, better put together than the fire blight cultists we've met in the past. That's true. Uh, it does require 100 gold pieces worth of diamond dust. I think I have that. And oh, it, I don't know if I should do touch. that on this, though. <sighs> Akari, Burbage is drinking and talking to Akari at the same time. It's rude not to drink a drink that might. I. It's a shot, Adam. (laughs) And and Hikari didn't have one because she was in a different part of the room. It was Stormbringers. Yeah, it's Stormbringers. And Stormbringers definitely not drinking it. Uh, (laughs) I got confused. I probably walked up to the bar and drank it then if you're not going to drink it and then did the greater restoration. I don't know. I I forgot it was 100 gold. You do have 100 gold worth. Yeah, but... But that's it. I kind of want to save that. You know that. You also know that Clem would would has tons of shit and would give you stuff in return for doing this. Just say. Also, Clem, we have a fair Clem amount is, of gold and could acquire that kind yeah, of Clem, stuff pretty easily. Clem has a okay. ton of fucking spell uh, components because her okay. bags are just literally bags and bags and of stuff. Correct me if I'm okay, wrong if about that. I would Andy, know but that. Like, it would be relatively easy for us to get some extra diamonds, etc. It's just a hundred percent way up. Yeah, so I'll just need to get that before we leave then. Fair. I like to have that on hand. And I'll go ahead and cast it. All right. Are you trying to be sneaky about casting it? No, I just walked up to him and just like. So he pounds it, and Burbage, you also take a. a, a, a a gulp of this uh, shot. Well, I, th- I think and then- he, because he's talking while drinking it, he keeps on accidentally spitting it back into the shot, and that's why sure. it takes so long to drink it. Oh. So, like, it, it just like it's going down. How does Burbage talk? 
And then he's always talking, and as he's talking, it kind of gurgles back up Wait, out Adam, of his Adam, mouth. Wait, Adam, demonstrate with your cup what's happening here. Well, I finished my coffee. <laughs> Good, I don't want you to do this with an actual here, No, 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 no. <laughs> let, me just, let me just collect a bunch of saliva quick, and I'll do it with that. Oh okay. God! Yeah. No, I hate it. <laughs> Twitch TOS, please stop us. <laughs> that has to be wrong, right? Right. Look, just just right? trust me. That's what happens. Okay. Uh, Akari, you come in and you slap Podal on on the back. Well, uh, first I take the. I notice Stormbringer hasn't drank or shot, so I take it because I walked sure. up, and then I slap him on the back. All right. Yeah, he looks over at you. This is gonna be you. fun. This will be interesting. I'm he looks over at you, taking the shot. Uh, it's it's a it's a weird mix of a very very strong kind of blueberry liqueur, uh, with a with kind of a chocolatey aftertaste, and then immediately it burns. It like burns like cinnamon. Um, it, it's it's a wild sort of yeah drink. There's layers to it. Uh, but it's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, and you already feel just a, a tiny bit woozy, both of you. Um, and he's kind of laughing a bit. Another! I want another! Uh, and as you slap him on the back, uh, a fistful of diamond dust just poof, sort of billows uh, and, and lights on his head. And he's trying to wave the dust out of his drink and out of his face. Um Then something very strange happens. He slumps over the desk entirely. The where are we? Are we at the bar? Yeah, or in the desk. Sorry. The, he. The uh, yeah, he slumps over the bar um, completely, um, and twitches uh, just a bit, uh, and then kind of falls off the stool onto the floor. Help ah. you. Burbage is looking around, and Avery and Arben walked in at some point. Yes. And Burbage is going to snap at at Avery to come help. <laughs> uh, Burbage, yeah, who's this? What's all this then? No time for that. Just help me get him up. There's something wrong with him. Okay, well, all right, he's our uncle. But we've got something happens. Is he dead? I do a medicine check. Burbage does a medicine check. Herb, Herb, uh, okay. Tries to see what's going on with him, which triggers a medicine check. Can I do that? Let's see. Ten. Ten. You don't feel a pulse? He feels cold already. Which feels weird. He's not breathing. This was he, from... he twitches again. Wait, but he's moving? He's twitching again. Oh. What did you do, Hikari? What did you do to him? I just... cast greater restoration because the sludge coming out of his yeah. ears was sure. it? I nose? expressly asked that we not cast spells on him without his consent. But I want to see what would happen and Clem told me to do it. 
taking no responsibility. His back arches as if a bubble is forming under the skin. I'm going to pull Burbage away now that I see that. Um, and if Hikari is near him, I'm also going to pull her away. And then splash, something pops out of the back of this person uh, and starts to walk on on six legs toward you, Hikari, making a... I immediately pull out my sword. It's a, it's a, it's almost impossible to get get your head around it. It's it's some sort of black brain thing that has just popped out of him, uh, and it's gonna go ahead and attack you, Hakari. Knew something was fucky. <laughs> oh. Hakari, I need you to make a intelligence saving throw. Hakari got a 13. 13. A 13. This thing jumps on you, uh, knocks you over. Hakari starts clawing uh, at your chest. The rest of you look horrified as this black brain very quickly starts to burrow inside of Hakari's chest. I'm like literally right fucking there. I pull her (laughs) away from this. Can I do something with her reaction? Um, Do do you have your shield out? out Yeah, I probably always have my shield out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't trust any of these fuckers. Oh, that's true. All right. If you had your shield out, uh, do you have your little protection thing that adds? Or is that? No, I think that was another character of yours. What are you talking about? Are you talking about (laughs) the thing that makes it so that people target me? I think I was thinking ocean blue. I don't think people get a uh, a No, yeah, you're thinking of ocean there. Yeah. Yeah. Can can Burbage attack this brain thing? Burbage wants to stab it with dianathine. Sure, both both of you yeah, can make an attack as it's burrowing in uh, to Hakari. Can I rage and do a like grapple to yank it out instead of slashing at Hakari's chest with my gigantic <laughs> wave? It's more. It's like an opportunity attack, essentially. Eighteen Fine, hits. But this is non-lethal damage. I hit it with an 18, 8 piercing damage, and I have piercer. So when I hit a creature with an attack that deals piercing damage, I can reroll one of the attack's damage dice, and you must use the new roll. Wait, why is this automatically rolling damage? And not... Also, um, one of your allies is within five feet of it. Yes. And anything is a best Sneak weapon. attack? Uh, both of you hit uh, the glaive as well. It's non-lethal damage, I said. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'll do non-lethal damage also with my sneak attack. 
I'd rather get a little hit by a glaive than have a brain burrow into me. Well, it will still go unconscious. It just won't kill it. Uh, Burbage, was your attack non-lethal? Yeah. Okay. What was my... Can somebody look at the math on my die anything attack and tell me what the damage die it is, was? The die was a two. Your dex mod is a five, and die anything is a plus one. So weapon. the so the die was a two, and what die was what? Uh, that was a d eight, I think. Eight, I think. Eight. I'm going to use my piercer feet feet mm-hmm. to re-roll that damage die. Okay. Okay. I'm going to roll a d eight again. That's Jesus no. fucking Christ! Well, that's one. So wow. seven damage instead of eight. Seven. God damn it! What a uh, seven plus the sneak attack of twenty nine. Thirty six. Thirty six. Uh, between the two of you, easily, uh, you start, you you hack off a limb uh, as it's trying to burrow in. Uh, you smack it away just before um, it, it seemed to seep into um, an impossibly small space uh, within the, the gash that is now in Hikari's chest. Um, and uh, it is now unconscious uh, on the side of the room. Everyone has backed off. Um, Hikari, you are kind of bloody, uh, you took about six uh, slashing damage from all that. And now there is this thing in the corner of the room um, and a whole lot of blood everywhere. Ugh. It's okay, Burbage. I know that's your uncle, so I didn't I didn't hit it lethally. It was non-lethal, well, so we can still... Your uncle's okay. Your uncle's okay. This thing came out of the uncle, right? Yeah, he's still lying without a he's pulse He's still floor, over right? there. So Burbage stands over this thing and is like, like, just for like a moment, like, this is gross. And then goes back over to, to Hodel to see how he's doing. While he's doing that, I'm going to go grab the thing and tie it up. Sort of a round, spherish thing with only three yeah, legs now. I'm just wrapping it in ropes. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I mean, you could you could tie rope around its legs, like you could gather its legs yeah, yeah. up and yeah. tie them. <laughs> yeah, and then wrap it whole in rope, just okay. really immobilized. Uh, no change in uh, total. Um, Burbage has. What? What does Burbage have? Does Burbage have a? I mean, like, uh, what would Charity do? What would Charity do? (laughs) I've got a healing potion. Um, but I don't know. I don't know that Burbage doesn't know the nature of. Of his ailment. <laughs> also, let me know whenever Charity and Clem arrive at the bar. Sure, yeah, you're not too far behind. Uh, Burbage will pour, what? like, healing potion down into his mouth. Okay. That doesn't seem to be any effect. Would uh, the Spare the Dying Candrip do anything? You could try. Uh, so, Kari, very quickly, uh, clutching at your own wound, you you crawl very uh, stealthily, quickly over to um, the body of of Podal and touch it. Uh, you try to spare the dying, but it doesn't quite latch. He, this is already dead. 
Is there like a big, huge, gaping hole in his back that this thing came out of? Yep. Is this Dude, just a dead body? Is this do you get the feeling that he was dead already and this thing was controlling him? <laughs> I'm not there. Is this just Burbage's dead uncle? <laughs> Sounds like it. Yep. Uh, Burbage will do an arcana check. He's trying to get a sense of like... Burbage the... is never going to forgive Clem. What is the magic situation here? Okay. Arcana, please. Uh, uh, 21. Uh, with a 21, there doesn't seem to be a magic situation here. This seems to be a a result of physical creature manifestations. I mean, there's not really a spell going on here or a magical effect. Okay. Well, so so I guess can I would it be another medicine check to see like how long does Birch think this body has been has been dead? Uh, yeah. Give me a medicine check. Yeah. 17. Uh, doesn't seem like it's been dead long. Which is weird. That it, it, it sort of cooled so fast and and feels like it's been dead a long time. But at the same time, like, there's, there's still just, yeah, like, red blood. I mean, he was breathing and there was oxygen in the blood that's now spilling out. Burbage, Burbage panics. He, this is awful. Burbage puts the necklace of gentle repose on this body because he can't think of anything else to do. Okay. Yeah, you put the necklace on. Um, you kind of uh, cover him up a bit. Wolfa has come over to the three of you uh, and is looking down, shaking his head. Everyone is just sort of stunned silence, and that's where we're going to take a break. That's... This, uh, this, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was trying to brainstorm, like, how is how is Burbage going to get back to his sad montage ending? Uh, <laughs> asked and answered, Andy. Asked and fucking answered. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Uh, we're going to... Um, manage our fluids we suggest you do the same and we will be right back welcome back rachel how you doing right because she's chewing you're such an asshole I know. i'm a consummate professional okay not only an asshole to my actual friends also an asshole in the game because where we left off burbage's new father figure who is about to solve all of his problems turned out to be just an intellect devourer walking around in the body of Poland. Jesus Did you just get his name wrong, too? I did even get, yeah. Did you just call him Poland? I don't know why I kept wanting to call him Poland. This is adding insult to intellect devouring here. I hate this. Whatever his name was. Potal. Potal. He was Burbage's Uncle, he was his father figure for at least half an hour. <laughs> let's let's not 
insult his memory by calling him Poland, that would fuck up whatever Limerick clan came up with. Also, I literally thought that he said Poland. I'm like, Poland. Poland. What? <laughs> so that's uh, where we left off. Um, and now... There is silence in the pub. Uh, everyone is shocked at the mess that's on the floor at Stormringer having wrangled this brain thing, tying it up. Avery comes over to you, Burbage. You share a moment, you explain to him very briefly who this was. He remembers a bit more of him than you do. And he withholding some information, he sort of lets you know this isn't a great loss. Soon guards come in to take the body. Charity, Clem, you also walk in on this. Um, and Burbage, yeah, you're just stunned. Uh, th th this figure that was here just a moment ago, one that you were supposed to get information from about your father, one that you were supposed to have a connection again with that sort of lineage, just up in smoke immediately. All from Hakari trying to help him. Yeah, trying to help him, not trying to just see what would happen. <laughs> Fair. Hey, uh, what the hell happened here? So, I cast Greater Restoration like you told me to do, and this bubble burst out of his back, and a black brain with six legs tried to, like, I don't know, crawl inside me, I guess. So I was right, there was something fucky. I think it was Burbage's uncle, and I, I wrapped it up in rope because we just beat it into unconsciousness. I don't think that is his uncle. I think that my guess is his uncle was taken over by whatever that thing is. And a couple of you Ooh. have heard of these intellect devourers before. Not Stonebringer, Hikari, or Burbage, but Charity and Clem have run in circles where these things have been known to pop up. Um, yes, you can pretty say confidently that the actual uncle was gone a while ago. Wait, 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 wait. So this was, like, inside him, so he was, like, possessed, but not alive? Yeah, I think Kind of, dead. like, what's going on with you? No, I'm very much alive and in charge of my faculties. I just have somebody sharing space. This was more... Mine is more like an unwanted neighbor in my brain. His was more like a parasite that hollowed out his insides and took over it like a house. Uh, Charity, that's what a parasite would say! Charity has, that? like, gently lifted the necklace from him and is sort of, like, sitting, not speaking to Burbage, but just sitting with him. And is just gonna turn and look at you. Maybe not right now. Just, just maybe not with the metaphors at the moment. <laughs> How are you doing, buddy? I guess 
So that wasn't my uncle. That was like a non-uncle. That was like an uncle, uncle. God damn it! <laughs> the name of our session tonight. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah. Again, we don't have to role play through all of this. This is this is this is really sad and shitty. Burbage is just like sitting there, slumped over the body, like he's just kind of stunned and speechless. It's very. It, it's nice. The charity is kind of there near him, checking in on him. But uh, after it basically like Burbage will Burbage will like just like, you know, <clears throat> wipe his face and kind of regain his composure. He'll do a little uh, Annette Benning in the closet in uh, American Beauty moment. And he's he's great now. He's feeling great. And he and he snatches the, the necklace of general repose from from charity. And and he says. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. We came to the pub to, to to drink. We should we should drink, and we should, I guess, do something with this with this with this body. But it was his uncle's body, right? And despite Avery, Avery mm, thinks, yeah, it's not not a great loss. But we should probably we should probably bury this body. And he starts snapping. Well, somebody. There's some guards or something who can take some, care of this body. Some of the guards have already come in. Uh, they've they've been able to, uh, you know, clean up as much as they can. They wrap the body, um, take him away, um, and uh, not Avery and 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 uh, Arben are are already trying to get you drunk, trying to sort of take your mind off of this, trying to. You know, try, they're trying their best to make it okay. Uh, and the rest of you are shocked. Um, but as, again, the shock wears off a little bit, y- you start to realize, oh, that actually probably is the most dignified thing for this individual. Um feels be... really vindicated, but also really shitty. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. It, and the guards have taken um, the body away, and eventually another one comes in and lets you know. Another body? Oh, yeah. No, right no, another guard lets you know that uh, uh, they're going to bury him tonight uh, in the okay. graveyard outside of town. Does Charity, from what he knows of intellect devourers, think there is any reason to keep this thing alive? No, uh, no, nope. <laughs> like it isn't like we can get information from it. It, it, it. If you try, that's flirting with a really dangerous creature. That yeah, that is specifically is designed to hijack minds. Yes, yes, exactly. Sounds right you, up my alley. Why don't you put it in the demi plane with friendly? Jesus, I was trying no. to annoy him, not <laughs> brain eat him. Okay, let's um. After listening to Clemson uh, Ipanema, though, he might be, it might be a blessing in disguise to have his brain eaten. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Charity's going to just sort of, like, pick up the little, like, I'm almost picturing it like a speed bag, <laughs> sort of tied yeah. up. Uh, walk outside, cast Create Bonfire, just sort of hork it onto it. Off yeah. you go, buddy. Let's just get rid of that. Yeah, they already nearly killed the thing. It, it doesn't take much. Uh, it burns up pretty quickly. Um, as it does, it's weird. The smoke from this thing forms 
a weird sort of image that floats above the fire. It's of two small halflings uh, chasing a wolf with swords. You don't seem to recognize either of them. Uh, as I see this weird thing forming, um, Charity's going to reach down and grab one of the uh, crystals of recall oh. and uh, record it. Okay, excellent. Yeah, very That's quickly. Yeah, you, you not do that. That's supposed to happen with fire. I should know. That's later. After a few drinks are bought, after things have settled down, the ban begins again. People start to drink once again, going back to their lives. Death seems like commonplace nowadays. Somewhat sad, but you do all move on. So, all together in the pub, what is it you would like to do? Still, Hikari, these few women over in the corner with red cloaks do, uh, do seem to be beckoning you. Do I, I recognize? Sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. you see them. Uh, you don't recognize them or anything. They Weird that they have matching cloaks, but... Maybe it's a social club. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna just... I'm just a little curious. Not that I'm gonna get crazy involved. I'm gonna go over there and just kind of walk slowly over and say uh yeah well now how are you see we had our eye on you for a little bit and we saw you had a bit of trouble over there you alright your friend gonna be okay our dead friend not the dead one no the one that uh, looks all mopey <laughs> wait oh are we talking about are they fucking burbage? Burbage, Jakari, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> the mopiest one of them all. The, the one who's actively grieving a loss. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mopey was a nice way to put it, I suppose. Um, yeah, he'll be fine. I'm sure. You know. Death loss every day whatever anyway um why are you all wearing matching cloaks what's going on with all that oh you noticed what well, these old things uh, can we buy you a drink mm. would you want to play would a game with play? us I'm very torn. Uh, I'll let you buy me a drink. I don't think I'm... I don't know about the game. Well, fair. Now, what you drinking? We'll, we'll get you anything you need. Um, that... What's that? That blueberry, like... Oh, sure. Yeah. Shot thing? Well, yeah, uh, Wolfa will bring over uh, four shots of that. Um, for three of them and you, and uh, they ask you to just kind of sit down and talk. All right, all right, all right. I'll 
I'll sit down. Uh, and you, you learn that they've been traveling um, from up north in uh, Senshore. Uh, and they've just kind of been traveling down together, the three of them. Um, just kind of getting into scrapes, having some adventures. Uh, two of them don't talk a lot, um, but they all sort of have this kind of what Darcy would read as sort of the southern kind of American southern accent. But generally, they're nice people who are really interested in getting drunk tonight and gambling. I was going to say, between the accents and the matching, like, blood red cloaks, I'm like, you got, just got real vampire diaries up in here. <laughs> yeah. Sugi. That's true blood. Oh, yeah, yeah, different, different one. Oh, sucky. <laughs> I know nothing about True Blood other than my friend was an extra vampire on or um werewolf on the show. He was part of a werewolf orgy. Ooh, yeah, very exciting. As you do. Mm -hmm. But what are the rest of you doing? I, I... Werewolf orgy. Okay. Nope. Um, I I think that keeping an eye on Burbage and half an eye on Hakari flirting with the cult, um, because honestly, Charity sort of has his money on Ch Hakari coming out ahead on that one. Um, uh, Charity will uh, take the uh, emblem that he had made and slide it over to um. Clem. Clem. God, sorry, I'm blanking out. Yeah. Uh, I know that you can message Cantrip without one, but this will let all of us be able to talk to you, and besides, you've got a full share of the risk. You might as well have a full share of the group. Is the, is the whole group okay with me having this? I know some people aren't super fond of me right now. That person seems to be quiet, so. Who are you who are you talking about? Oh, I'm not like <laughs> there. I'm hovering around Burbage. Yeah, no, I'm asking I'm talking to charity, yeah. I'm oh. I'm just talking to charity. Oh fair. I'm assuming, like uh, Yeah. It should be fine. I look, I You know I have good intentions, right? I'm just a little bit rusty when it comes to the people in because it's been a long time since I've peopled. I'm hardly one to condemn someone for their past. Um, okay, except Clem's past was like 12 hours ago. <laughs> I was more referring to her general past. And, was like, <laughs> and when it comes to the, you know, brain parasite, not the one that I set on fire uh the one that's still with you um that may well be something we have to deal with at some point but for now i think you're you know keeping an eye on it i would just say from my experience of it don't trust it not that i think you necessarily would and 
assume it's doing something harmful all the time. Yeah, but we might be able to utilize it. I, yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing with you on that point. I just meant that in terms of me feeling safe, that's really all I require. Yeah, but I'd be suspicious. Stab him in the shoulder. You don't <laughs> with... tell me what to do, asshole. Oh, Shut your face. Fine. Stab yourself in the shoulder. Ow. Yeah, it doesn't feel good, does it? No, it doesn't. See? I can tell you to do things, but you can just say no to them. Yeah, that sounds shady right now. Like you're trying to convince me that maybe I could trust you. Well, okay. Is you know that I'm a smart person, right? <laughs> oh, I'm in here. Is this thing going to be able to message Kentrip us now? <laughs> Because that's going to be annoying. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure because while it's sharing space there, the the emblems literally only work if you're holding the token and it has a presence that isn't corporeal. <laughs> so I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, the door to the pub opens, uh, and in walks uh, a man in a, kind of a slinky but long leather uh, coat, um, black, and he uh, rushes up to you, Charity. I may have found something that you was interested in. Indeed. Something that could be quite powerful for a magic users such as yourself. Suffice what, to say, I'm interested. What I need from you... There's 2,000 gold pieces for it. What I need from you is a complete description of what the item is. Of course, love. See, it's a, it's a long rod. Red, mostly. It's got kind of a gold and white uh, trim on it. Ornately made, quite magical, quite powerful. You might know it as uh, a rod of absorption. Uh, but since Clem and I are sitting together, do either of us know what that is or does? Oh, I love to see you there. Are you two together? Do you mind me saying this in front of... No, no, totally fine. Company? Oh, rod of Absorption. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, have I? Have we? Flash has <laughs> Clem. <laughs> Give me a history check, both of you. I can help Clem, I guess. Or... Sure. Because I'll get my it is a magic item. double proficiency, yeah. 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 Do, do, do. You also have oh, guidance. I forgot to do advantage. I think I clicked it twice. You rolled twice, though. Yeah. So it, All right, so 20 plus 20, 5 is 25, 25 plus 28. 20. Nice, yeah. It's a, it's a very rare item. Um, however, uh, it is quite powerful. Uh, it allows a spellcaster who's the target of a spell to sometimes absorb that spell and then re-channel the energies uh, out, essentially giving uh, maybe another spell slot or so. Uh, I'll relay that to charity. Yeah. And if you look it up, it is a rod of absorption. Does he says what he says. Does he have it? He doesn't. He needs the gold first. 
is what he says. That's not how transactions work, friend. I'm here to just find it, love. I'm not here to procure exactly said uh, thing until I get the gold for said thing. Yeah, but you don't even have it on your person. I don't, but I have it uh, available to me. Yeah, no, that's weird. You don't say like, hey, you give me the gold now and then I'll go back to my place and I promise I'll bring it to you. You say you give me the gold now and then I'll hand it over to you in the hand. Like, that's how transactions <sighs> work. Give me a persuasion roll. Very, very charismatic. Seven. With a seven, he says, mm, But that's my job, love. I'm here to find. Stop to find me love. I don't know you, and it makes me uncomfortable. Oh, you would love me if you got to know me. I already dislike you immensely, uh, and I've known you for two minutes. Fair. Charity fair. will hold up his hand. While I understand that your role is to find and procure. You must understand that, especially for items of a magical nature, it's important to be able to ensure that the goods are what they actually are. I'm not even doubting you, but I do not know the person who has this item. I would be very happy to acquire this item, but I need to know that it is what I need it to be. Fair. Listen, I understand where you're coming from. You need to understand where I'm coming from. There, I would surely not screw over a member of the family. See, I wouldn't do such a thing. That would be a death sentence on my head. <laughs> if not from you, then from many of your adorned followers that uh, adorn the halls of these buildings. Why Listen, don't we just all go together to where you have the thing and we'll give you money about, there? You give me a hundred gold, that's my finder's fee anyway. I will bring the item to you. If you like it, great. Give me the rest. If you don't like it, I keep 50 of the gold. That's it. Can I do an insight check? Sure. That's fucking weird. I'd also like to do an insight check. Oh, I didn't hear what you rolled. I'd also like to do an insight check, and I'm particularly doing this from the perspective of my background in the criminal world like does this angle make sense to me you know does it like okay yeah this this would be a thing that i could see happening give me advantage on this then because this is very much a a play out guidance myself your old playbook yeah 26 yeah uh yeah i mean he seems genuine for offense for someone who's dealing in stolen or difficult to procure items. Sure. Uh, then I think his deal is really good, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and that basically I would read this as he doesn't want to expose his sources True. on either side. He doesn't want us knowing who they are and they don't want us knowing who they are. So that's probably most of that. And I feel like I can trust him with the Yeah, take 100 gold. The terms of the deal you'll hold to so like he will show back up with the item so we can check it yeah then charity will be like i understand um and uh give him 110. the extra is also yours to keep even if it wasn't a real item 
he shakes it just a bit. Lovely, lovely. Puts that in uh, one of the pockets of his large coat. Flourishes the other side of the coat. And then, you have a very large rod in his hand that is now uh, leaning against the bar. Take a look. Uh, Clem, if you could help me. I think you're better at Arcana. I can't remember. Are you better at Arcana or am I better? Arcana is five, but I get an extra... Oh, Arcana, I just get five. And I, it would need to be Arcana, right, to make sure that this is magical? Probably, yeah. So I technically actually have a higher one, and I did specifically ask for, like, a sorcerer-type item, so it probably mm-hmm. makes sense for me to try to sure. uh, feel it out magically if Clem could maybe help by knowing yeah. magical items really well. Andy? Yes, that'd be fine, yeah. Okay, and I'll guidance myself. I told you with advantage, but you didn't do it. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Um, yeah, it's a very rare item, but it, it is known to you. You sense the magics in it. This looks like everything you've heard about a rod of absorption, and you feel the magics in it. It's powerful. It would be a probably a very good thing for you. Yeah. Um. I'll slide over the other uh, 1900 coin because he said 2000 with first the 100 and I'm just counting the 10 as an extra tip lovely lovely listen if you have any other friends that are in need of uh, hot procure items uh, bring them to me drink your name just is ask for drink Dr- okay I, I I thought you were giving me two sequential verbal statements Bring them to me and drink. Nope, that's me, drink. Uh, uh, Charity will sort of... uh, Look him... uh, Here. Uh, And I'm going to push him another uh, 15 gold. Because I hadn't... He seemed very responsive even to, you know, decent Mm -hmm. amount of sort of tips early on. Keep your eyes and ears open, and do you know Aideen Greygust? I do. I'd like it if you uh, could source as much uh, is it, dust of dryness as you could from uh, hard-to-spot locations. I She's already looking some, so, you know, the markets, etc., she'll take care of those. Sure. She has coin... She should, yes. You can... Mm. Um, and I'm going to give him one of the very low security pass phrases that, like, Charity and Aideen would sure. have, but enough yeah. that she would recognize this person actually was coming from Charity. I mean, like, she'll negotiate the details with you, and she'll know that I told yes. you to look. I like the way you do business. Thank you so much. Uh, buy you a drink, love. And he's looking at you, Stormbringer, now. Kind of shouts over at you. I'm good, thanks. I don't know who the fuck you are. Oh, me too. Thank you. Thank you very much. Did you just offer her to buy you... buy her yourself? Uh, yes. Oh, well. Uh, toodaloo. And he'll bow low to you. Scurry away. Burbage. Oh, is that yeah. it for now? Sure, okay. we'll just sort of yeah. uh, be checking the yeah. lot of absorption. 
Uh, Burbage, uh, Avery and, and Arben are uh, next to you. Um, getting you drunk a bit and Avery's just like, that's fucking wild. You found Bodle <laughs> just with a body of him just walking around. That's insane. Is it? I mean, don't get me wrong. Good riddance. He was a piece of shit. You don't even remember, but he was. Well, he said the father was a piece of shit. Were they Not both untrue? They were both pieces of shit? Probably. They here now? They here for most of your hundred years? No. Fuck them. Are we both pieces of shit? Well, that's a hard question now, isn't it? Uh, I don't think so. I think we're folk trying our best. Folk trying our best. Yeah, sure. Here's to being folks trying our best. That's it. He drinks with you. And Arbin kind of claps you on the shoulder. It's getting late, so I just want to say I'm glad to have seen you again. Sounds like you're going to be taken off soon again. Yeah. Yeah, probably like tomorrow. It's interesting. We'll do our best to hang on here. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, keep hanging on, Arben. It's good, good to see you again, too. Enjoy my brother. It's a, it feels weird to say that out loud, but... Well, it would be weirder for me to just think it. <laughs> And not say it. Socially, no, that wouldn't be <laughs> as weird. But what I get it, I get it. Don't worry. You're a, a good person, Burbage. You've had a lot of shitty things happen to you. A lot. More than most. More than your fair share. Thank you. You're welcome. It's awkward, isn't it? Yeah, I feel it. Feel it now. I mean, we've been together. It's weird. <gasps> okay. Probably should uh, head to bed. Sorry about all this. Thank you. I'll leave uh, Avery here for you. As long as you want. Uh, just return him in one piece, please. Well, I think it's a bit late for that. Because <laughs> he's missing an arm. I get it. Yes. That was a very funny chapter of our lives. Yep. Okay. Good night. Good night, Arben. Uh, and as he uh, 
checks out and he kind of waves to the rest of you, um, claps Kakari on the shoulder as, as he takes off. Um, and uh, as he exits, um, Pelototh enters, um, kind of scans the room, frowns a bit, exits. Then after about 30 seconds, he comes back in sort of begrudgingly. And then he shouts, Burbage Camp! He's looking around the bar. Is he still a diminutive elderly elvish woman? Yep. In, okay, cool. I was wondering the same thing. Yeah. Hey. Hey, buddy. I'm just drinking with my brother. Have you... Do you... We, do you... Never mind. Yeah, he gives you that? just a, a slight nod and then exits again. You get the sense he wanted you to follow uh, Avery, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go follow that elven woman named Pelotov. Okay. I'll, I'll drink again for the both of us. Psst, Avery. What? Is not really an elven woman. That's the dragon that Bright Fang came from. <laughs> You've had a bit too much to drink, brother. That's a bit more Arbin than Avery. The A's, I get, I get the A's mixed up, you know. Oh, your voice—you got the voice wrong. <laughs> bit, bit too much to drink, brother. Yeah, I guess maybe I have. Okay. I'll meet you at the grave outside of town later. Because as much as Uncle Potor might have been a piece of shit, I think we should be there to pay our respects, as it were. You're correct. I think we should. Yeah. That's a, that feels right on the inside. <laughs> on the inside, brother. That's good. All right, off I go. Why when was that good? The... <laughs> and then you... When was the what? When is the burial? It sounds like they're doing it kind of right now outside of town. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the graveyard. Well, let's have it be a bit later after my interaction with Pelototh. I mean, they're in the uh, process. They have to, like, get the body up there. They're preparing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're preparing everything. Yeah, Clem, yeah, Clem wants to be there, so. Okay. Yeah. Stormbringer is going to see Burbage leaving, and she's going to point at her eyes and point at Charity and then point at Clem <laughs> and then follow Burbage. And not at Hikari, the most wild out of everyone here. Hikari didn't blow up an end 12 hours ago. You're not wrong. Oh, that was long, tonight. long ago. <laughs> that was in my past. Ladies. That was in sorry. your past, Club. I'm sorry. It was in my past. <laughs> um, Burbage, you step out into the to the warm night air um, with Pelototh. Um, uh, and he starts just kind of walking away from the pub. Um, and you catch up fairly quickly. Um, he makes his way to kind of a bonfire um, made by a few of the guards next to the wall. 
um, that's overlooking the, the eastern uh, sort of road out. And he says, I've created a device that allows me to carry the spear. I'm going to take it to the, the top of my order, turn it to my will. Very few dragon spears exist, you see. With it, I hope to be of some use in the coming battles. But I must admit, without the bravery of you and that demony woman, it would have been lost to Azulamans. I wanted to thank you. The bravery of Kempis knows no bounds. Hey, you know, don't mention it, that's all. I was really just running away from a creepy little bear creature. And that's the only reason I even ended up by the spear. So the bravery of Kemp's is more like the cowardice in the face of weird little guys of Kemp's. Does that make sense, Pelotov? Mm, sounds like it was luck that led you there, but bravery that kept you there. Did you know my uncle just died? I am sorry for that. But also sort of not just, like it was long ago. Apparently. I am also sorry for that. Halfling's lives are so short. They live powerfully. But it's so short. Powerfully but short. Powerfully but short. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I guess maybe. I guess maybe they live powerfully. I don't know if I live powerfully. Sometimes I feel like I live powerfully. Sometimes I feel like I've got power, but then sometimes I feel like maybe I've got something else. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like that's all cool that you've, you know, created a device that allows you to wield a dragon spear. But, you know, wouldn't it be great if I could create a device that allows me to wield my own sins you know what i mean <laughs> right pelotov <laughs> our sins our sins are not things we can wield master kemp they are the baggage that we carry right but you can wield baggage i can throw like a suitcase of somebody. Not this baggage, Burbage. Baggage, Burbage, Burbage, baggage, baggage, Burbage, Burbage, bag. Pelotov! Oh, God, I thought I was going to talk to my uncle right now. I thought that I was going to have a conversation with my uncle before returning to my fucking montage. Montage, baggage, Burbage. You know what I mean, Pelotov? Pelotov, can I just ramble at you some things that I would have told to my uncle if he hadn't been apparently possessed by an intellect devourer. Yes. Pelitov. I... I don't know 
sometimes who I am. Or to put it a bit more clearly, or less clearly, depending, I don't know who I might or could or should have been or would have been if, 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 you know, if, if I hadn't ever stolen Eldon's ring, if, 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 if before that, if Avery had never left me the way he did, if before that, my father had never left me the way he did, you know, I, 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 I can't stop thinking about all the different paths that my life could have taken. What, what, you know, what if, what, what, what if, what if I had killed you instead of giving you back Bright Fang? <laughs> you know, maybe everything would be different. Is that what I was supposed to do? I don't know. I, 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 I... What if I hadn't allowed the snacks to be tampered with at the meeting yesterday? You know, I keep trying to do the right thing and I keep fucking it up. I, I, I... It seems like the only, the only thing that I've gotten right recently is, is taking care of the charity clone. I think it's the only thing I've done that hasn't backfired in my fucking face. I don't know. I don't know. Just give me some, somebody made me a device to help me wield my sins. Snapping and it's not, I just want to be clear. I'm not snapping like in an like in an upper class like come servants kind of way. It's supposed to be like it's a more of a jazz way. A jazz way, yeah. yeah. Or like, or like you're on the well, not phone, but you're on the message can trip with somebody, and then you're asking somebody for a pen. It's like that. Like I need to write this down. Get me a pen. It's like that. I'm not like I'm not Sylvan Aran here. I'm, Maybe I am! Jesus Christ, who am I? Identity issues, you know, Peloton. Would you say that it was luck that brought you here? Maybe a bit of courage to stay? Here where you are now. Making the choices you made. To follow these friends of yours. To return Bright Fang. All of those choices led you here, luckily. But is the bravery of a Kemp going to be tested in this moment? Or will you also stay? And at this, he begins to grow out of the the meek, elvish little woman that he was. And he grows tall, much, much taller than you. White wings spurt out of the back of him. He is gigantic. His foot <laughs> lands next to you. Burbage Kemp. Do you have what it takes to do what is necessary in these final Days. Or did I bet on the wrong camp? <laughs> that was a pretty good pep talk, Pelotov. Pepitov. 
Pepitoff. Huh? Answer me. What was the question again? Am I do I have the do I have the courage? Do I have the yeah. ice crystals form like immediately on your sort of five o'clock shadow in your hair and Okay. I'm gonna try. I've always, I've always tried. Even when I haven't, I've tried to to try. You're really big. You're so big. I can't believe I like. You're really scary. I can't believe I like. Faced you down. In a big moment like that. That's wild. That is pretty cool. That's pretty cool of me. Pelotov, they're burying my uncle. But I appreciate all the words you said, and I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to try. All right. Could you fly me over to that grave? No, I am not a taxi. Fair enough. Burbage Camp. Yeah. I only need you to try. That's it. Trust in your friends that that trying will be enough. And if that's the case, if you really will, try. You're gonna need this. And he reaches up into his mouth. Pulls out a gleaming, brilliant white sword. Drops it. Thirteen feet landing right next to you. Shing! Into the dirt is Bright Fang. No shit. <laughs> if you are going to do this, I need you all to succeed. This blessing I once gave to halflings, I give now freely to you. You earn this finally. Good night, Master Kim. And he starts to make his way to the outskirts of town. Everyone who sees him cowers. Everyone who sees him on the wall drops their weapons. You just had a conversation with him. I know that guy. <laughs> I'm just going to pick this up. <sighs> you feel it cold again in your hands. And then that coldness sort of warms to your touch. You're reminding that you're the one to wield it. That's wild. I didn't expect that to happen, Andy. <laughs> I don't think Burbage did either. Um, Jesus Christ. All right. He'll look after he'll look after Pelotov and uh and say quietly Thank you. Thank you for believing in me. And he'll 
walk over to the the graveyard. Right. Meet, meet Avery over there. Uh, Clem, did you kind of leave with Avery to to go to the graveyard since you wanted to kind of head that way too? Sure. Yeah. Head that way. Yeah. Um, Charity, Stormbringer, Hakari, back in the bar. I'm um, not in the bar. I'm following uh, Burbage. Oh, you're following Burbage. I see. Oh, that's right. You took off as well. Uh, so you saw all that. Then, yeah, but like I was like crouching behind a bush, trying to like look at the sky and not like you know, like I'm not I'm not intruding on their private yeah. moment. I'm just. Indeed. Just sneaking along. Just behind a creeper. Yeah. yeah. As as Pelototh walked away, he kind of looked back with his giant dragon head and winked at you with his giant, giant blue eyes. Nice. Um, Charity, Hikari, you're the only one still in the pub. Um, Hikari, give me a um, give me a charisma check. Just a random charisma check. Just roll charisma. A random random check. charisma check. Not a save, just a check. I probably would be also doing what uh, doing what Stormbringer told me to, and generally just sort of sitting yeah. a little bit back and just generally watching Hikari. Nice. You see Hikari uh, having a decent time, just sort of meeting new people. Um. Yeah, Hikari, uh it's 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 nice to have a bit of randomness here in, in who you're meeting. These women are very nice, fairly attractive. Um they seem to be smitten with you already. They don't know anything about the family, they say, and you tend to believe them. They're just here for some drinks and travel. Um, however the night goes, you are free to dictate. They would be up for Can most days. Can I day. roll insight? Of course. And Charity, if you're looking and watching, you can roll an insight too, just to kind of gauge the situation. Yeah, I'll, I will uh, guidance myself, because it's sure. touch, so... Nineteen. Nineteen, good. I didn't roll. Hold on. It did. It's an eight. eight. Oh, it did? Oh, I'm sorry. It's just oh, between yeah, my right two there. rolls. Yeah. Hakari, uh, I mean, you're getting along fine. Everything seems normal. You, I don't know, maybe it's their culture or something, or they're just from a slightly different area that you're not quite used to. Uh, you're having a hard time reading them. Um, Chair, do you see no malice? No ill intention? You don't see anyone, you know, pouring anything in drinks? hiding daggers you know everything seems up and up for the most part to the point where even you kind of just give a sigh of relief of okay everything everyone seems kind of just safe right now if you can just keep them that way charity feels feels like you can actually do some good but it god damn it it's hard to keep everyone safe Especially Hikari, for some reason. It's... She's been targeted several different times. And that's worrying you, as if there's... Plans in place. This is now two members of your family that have specifically been targeted at different points by Behalit, her followers, 
for some reason they need Adam or not Adam. They need <laughs> they need do. Burbage dead. Now it seems like they need Hakari dead. And oddly enough, they need you alive. And this is the state of your anxiety tonight as you're uh, finishing drinking. Pretty soon Nadine comes in, starts to hang out with you and drink a little bit more. Um, and uh, Burbage, Clem, Avery, you've made your way over uh, to the guards who are, who are digging the grave uh, this evening. Um, and they lower the body into the grave on the north end of town. They ask if anyone wants to say anything. Avery sort of, with his one good hand, takes the last little drink of a bottle of beer, throws the bottle into the grave. And that's it. Uh, Burbage will, will be like, yeah, yeah, I want to say something. And it looks like he's about to say something like to the grave, but instead he turns to Avery. And he says, what are you going to be doing in the coming weeks? Well, I'm going to try to prepare as best I can for what's coming. And it's seeming more and more from the talk of you all. This might be it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm leaving Cliffville. Yeah, you might have to might have to stay here and and fight. I've seen a lot of fighting, Burbage. I gotta tell you I'm not keen to see more. Well But I will. For you. Look. Maybe Maybe Dad was a git, and maybe Uncle Potal was a git too, and maybe you and I, maybe we're gits, but maybe we're slightly less gittish gits than they were. Maybe we just have to try, and and maybe, maybe with some luck and some courage and making the right choices, maybe. Maybe we can look out for each other better than, than they did. So, here. You might need this. It might help. I don't need it anymore. And Burbage gives Avery uh, Diana theme. This is a beautiful blade. Are you sure? Yeah, I, I think... I think it served its purpose. I found it in an iceberg. Stormbringer licked a blue orb. That's weird. You know, I was never quite left-handed. And he flourishes the blade a few times, looking incredibly deft at it. He's obviously, pr like, practiced with his left hand. Even if he sort of feels it uh, as a detriment, he he does 
have a lot of skill still. Have you ever known a one-armed person to do anything cool? <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I knew an orc once who, who teamed up with a little halfling girl and did some pretty cool shit. All right, well, maybe there's some hope for me. Yeah. yeah and you, and you point at Clem with the sword, this motherfucker is going to need all the help he can get. He's going to get you into scrapes. He's going to be trouble at times. Are you going to be there to help him? Because if you are, I can rest easy and protect this place. I mean, I've saved his ass a few times already, so I think I can keep it up. That's all I ask. I feel good about that. Can we ask the studio audience? Everyone? <laughs> I actually prepared something to say. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. with this month. Oh, with the guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. you got your turn. I got my turn, Clem. I said my piece. Yes, please. So <clears throat> I didn't really know, Bodil, and it's kind of my fault that this happened, but I still think it was right. Anyway, Burbage, this is for you. <clears throat> there once was a man named Podal, whose face was wrinkled and scrotal. He was old and shady, yearned to bang a lady, but sadly his abstinence was total. <laughs> <laughs> That's Burbage's Burbage's laugh was like <laughs> <laughs> I'll very solemnly folded my note away and put it away. You know what? I, I think, <laughs> from what I know of that bastard, I think he would have loved that. That yeah, was perfect, Clem. That was perfect. <laughs> and for what it's worth, I was a bit mad for a bit there because even if he was devoured by an intellect devourer, Seems like he probably that thing probably had some of his memories, and I probably might have could have maybe gleaned some answers from him before we killed him. But I forgive you because what I'm discovering is that there are fewer answers where I'd expect them to be than I'd expect there to be. Did that make sense? Weirdly, yes. Good. That was... <laughs> did you rhyme scrotal and potal? I did. Uh, oh. oh, that's that was great. Good. That was great. You was great. Oh, man. Alright, well, gods... Yeah, you can... Put the dirt over it now. Don't snap at them, you asshole. It's not I'm not it's not like a like a demanding a servant thing. I was explaining this earlier to Peloton. It's a, like it's like a, like if you're on the if you're like on the like something and you're snapping for like a pen. You're not on anything. You're just snapping at people. 
somebody who's worked at a lot of restaurants it's just so like oh god <laughs> stop snapping at me <laughs> i snapped at debbie the other day and her face was just like I'll all right cut you. look yeah. i'll stop snapping this was a great burial service it was a great funeral one of the top one of the top five funerals i've ever attended drunkenly. Mm -hmm. um now if you excuse me i do have a montage to return to so this was great thank you kindly i've still got just a bit of sadness to work out so i'm just gonna walk over to the east side of town and stand gazing in the distance and have a little talk to myself and it's gonna be great just you wait and see i just gonna wait go back an episode or two just two episodes yeah didn't get to it last time yeah yeah all right well avery and yeah. by the way I, I i i haven't forgotten i've got the yeah. the letter you gave me earlier i i i tried I've oh. tried multiple times to read it, and I just I, I haven't been able to bring myself to. But now that we had a little touching moment, uh, I'll read it sometime. Oh, okay. Please do. And yeah, I'll say goodbye like tomorrow before I leave. All right. Yes, excellent. I would appreciate that. And uh, Clem, again, thank you for everything. He's going to give you a bunch of shit. Sorry about that. Not all camps are this bad. <laughs> Although most of them are, now that I think about it. Shit. We <laughs> might be terrible people, Burbage. You were right. Oh, well. Burbage is like, as was already walking away, and he turns around and is walking backwards, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's just our cross to bear. Fair. Right? Not wrong. Uh... And Stormbringer, um, as you're sort of watching from a distance, <laughs> this quick makeshift burial, um, Dawn Protector has snuck up on you. Right next to you. What are we looking at? Oh, uh, hi, Dawn Protector. We're looking at my, my friends, my family. We're just, just watching. Why do you like watching them so much? I've noticed. Be because when I don't watch them, they do things like blow up ends or die three times when they're out of my sight somehow, um, get kidnapped, you know. You know, there's a lot going on in this world that you don't have eyes on. You can't look at everything bad. I mean, okay, first of all, you're not my boss. I think I'm the chief, not you. Second of all... Um, we restructured our government, thank you very much. <laughs> okay, right, it's a democracy now. Sorry. Anyway, second of all, I'm just trying to keep eyes on enough of the bad things to keep the people I care about alive. Everybody else can get fucked. Unfortunately, I'm starting to care about a lot more people, which makes it a lot harder. It does. Like, I kind of care about all these people now at 
cliff now and feel responsible for them? And that's a gross feeling. <laughs> Ironically, that feels a lot like what a chief would feel like. Grossed out? Well, <laughs> yes. It is sometimes gross. You're leaving tomorrow? Was that right? I, th I think so. Yeah, I think we're leaving tomorrow. We'll be back in time. Do you have a place to stay tonight? Uh, I was probably just going to sleep outside their rooms and watch them while taking some brief naps. Do you want company? Yeah, company might be nice. Okay. And she'll walk with you wherever you go the rest of the night. Mostly that's sneaking around, following my friends. Fair. And as Burbage finishes his montage, overlooking yeah. the road to the east. Finally. <laughs> Mopey, in a mood. We see Pelototh <sighs> flying off into the distance. One less tooth in his mouth. And ladies and gentlemen, I think that's where we're going to end tonight. Ah, On the wow. eve of returning to Federa. Federa. <laughs> so many happy memories. Yeah, all the all the dark stuff's over with, I'm sure, for a while, so. Oh gosh. Should be good. Hey everyone, thanks for watching. We love you so much. Um uh, what do we got coming up? Uh, I mean we have Fates of Reading next Friday. And I um, think that's it. Everything else has ended. Yeah, I think yeah. all of our other streams have to, ended at the moment. I have to talk to people because coming up soon, there will probably be at least one tier one shot somewhere. Yeah. There. Yeah, let's do a tier one shot. And in June, run. which is a month away, there's Pride Games. There's going oh, to be gonna Pride be Games. So many. It's going to be so great. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. That's going to be brilliant. Did you say we're, that we're playing Fates of Reading again next Friday? Next Friday. Yep. Okay. Sorry. I Yep, uh, and that should be uh, our, our break then. Um, I, I'm thinking so. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks everyone for watching. Uh, we love you so much. Hang in there. You can always catch us on the the podcasts. Uh, and if you again exclamation point Discord in the chat, if you want to come and join us and and have a fun community on Discord. Uh, we love you. Take care. We'll see you next time. Hang in there, everyone. I can't believe you killed my uncle. That's so uncool. <laughs> uncool. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hello, friends. That was The Fates of Rin, Goats and Dragons, a podcast from Helpful Goat Gaming. We have a couple more podcasts. Helpful Goat Presents, which features our world of tear a varied campaign put together by one-shots and shorter campaigns GM'd by our very own Galway Trainer. We also have the podcast Dom and Dragons, where Helpful Goat Gaming played Dungeons and Dragons with Dominic Monaghan, the actor. He was nice. Good guy. We also have a Discord, and you are welcome to join. That Discord link will be in the description as well as a link to our merch website, 
if you like us, want to support us, and you want something for your efforts. And until next time, friends, we love you. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you. And white flower remains